There is a movie opening up in theaters called The To-Do List, stars Aubrey Plaza, written and directed by a young lady named Maggie Carey. She is married to Bill Hader. She grew up here in Boise, Idaho. The movie is set in 1993 here in Boise, Idaho, and uh, that is the perfect idea for somebody to be on our show to talk about those things. So on the phone with us right now, in advance of the movie coming out, is uh, Maggie Carey. And good morning, Maggie. Oh, I'm doing great. How are you guys? We're good. Welcome home sonically, at least. <laughs> I know. I know. I hope um, if you guys see the movie that you see the Big Bun drive-in, because I don't know if you guys, Curtis and Cole, I think is where that used to be. I think it's still there. But anyways, that's in the movie. The Big Bun. That, that was our high school uh, place where we would go to lunch every day. And it's just uh, it's just down the street from uh, from the Bora High School. Now, did you come back for your high school reunion? Did that happen? You guys, I missed the reunion, and I'm so sad, especially because my best friend planned uh, did a lot of the planning, and I was so sad. And they, um, I got tons of pictures and tons of stories. Uh, but I, I had to miss it. I was really, really bummed. Talk about a whirlwind uh, uh, to have a 20th uh, high school reunion uh, along the uh, the lines of, uh, of this movie coming out. Uh, must have been a, a pretty crazy idea for everybody there, I'm sure. Oh, yes. Um, and I cannot wait for them. The movie comes out July 26th, and I cannot wait for them to see it because I think it will definitely um, speak to a lot of the class of 93 from Bora High. Um, or and Boise High, Boise might maybe Centennial. I don't know. It's not quite <laughs> quite the same. Still the rivalry, and I don't even know if hopefully those schools are still all there and exist. I know there's some new ones. You know, you can tell. Look, just looking at the trailer, you know, you can see some stuff that's an homage to Boise a- as well. And you, I, you, get the, you get the feeling that it is it is a love letter a little bit. I imagine in some ways, right? Oh, absolutely. But I do have to say I had to joke with, like, um, you know, my production designer and costume designer were both uh, grew up in California, and we were talking about 1993. I had to make sure they understood that this was Boise, Idaho in 1993, which is more like 1988 in terms of fashion and music and things that we got at the time, you know, because it was before the Internet, so it took it took a while. And I remember, I, I think we, ha- we had the Boise Town Square Mall then, but I remember in, like, junior high we would have to drive drive to Salt Lake City was like the bit the place where you know the nearest mall where we would go school clothes shopping and stuff so that was fun but I also got to give um, the production designer and costume designer a ton of photos of my friends and I from high school so they could see like the fashion and the um, just what our bedrooms look like and you know all of that (laughs) really fun. You know, uh, while you were going to high school you think that one day this is going to be a great movie. Um, I never thought I would be putting skorts in a movie. I will say that, even though I wore them quite a bit in high school. And I don't know if you guys have seen the movie yet, but there's a a very important scene with skorts, which is uh, girls wear them. They're when you can't decide if you should be wearing shorts or a skirt. So you wear a skirt, and it's a little of both. And there's a very specific scene in the movie. Um, And no, I never thought... I would be doing that. Um, although I did, I was very lucky. I had an awesome English teacher at Bora High, and she let us um, do once a month instead of writing a paper, you could write a video. Or, sorry, you could shoot a video. And so we borrowed, like, my friend's mom's VHS camera and uh, shot a video, and I wouldn't let any 
one else touch the camera except me. I was a total control freak. Um, and and now I know why, because I guess I wanted to <laughs> make movies. <laughs> you, you know, you're, you are no stranger to being behind the camera, doing a lot of short films and then uh, Funny or Die stuff, and, and now the feature. Is, is, like, being on a film set and being in charge of that a lot different from the stuff you've done in the past? Was it a reality check? Not, it's not really different because, you know, you're still, filmmaking is such a collaborative um, experience, and this this movie, too, is really, it was a really low-budget movie. So, you know, with the shorts, I, um, I, sh- it, it was, it was, it all worked, you know, a lot of the shorts I would shoot myself, I would edit them myself, um, so you knew technically and I would write and direct them. Um, so, so then it's just nicer when you get, you know, when you can do something at a little bit of a bigger level, then you bring in their experience. So then you have a DP who's much more experienced with the camera than you are, or, um, you know, I worked with a great editor who that's his passion is just editing, you know, so you're not spread quite as thin. Um, but it's really fun. And and then also it's just so fun. I couldn't, you know, my husband and I, Bill Hader, we, like, arrived on set and there were trucks. We had trucks, like, we had um, catering. We had, like, wardrobe, which I'd never had before. Everything else I'd done was, like, you know, the, the actors sat in, like, a tiny cramped apartment or inside a minivan or something. And so when I showed up and there was lights and gear and, like, other people there, I kind of, like, sunk down in the seat and I was like, oh, we're making a movie. Like, I kind of felt like someone was going to um, figure it out, like, take it away from me. <laughs> so there was a little bit of that. You know, I think everybody at some point has said, you know, if they're going to make a movie about my life, I want so-and-so to play me. What <laughs> What is it like trying to cast... Uh, as the director trying to cast a part that is supposed to be you? Um, well, you know what? I think when I... <laughs> I, I and also, we shouldn't say that this is... I, I, it's definitely... <laughs> Brandy Clark is not me. I think, though, she shares uh, characteristics of me, like being type A. Like, she was, you know... Uh, and I took every AP class possible. I played a ton of sports. So I think we share characteristics. I, I obviously didn't make a list and check things off. Um, but uh, I, it was really fun. It, it was funnier with, like, Aubrey Plaza, um, who is not like this person at all in real life. She's very um, dry and sarcastic and would probably have, like, rolled her eyes um, at all the studying that I did. Uh, but it was fun to show her, you know, picture i mean basically her hairstyle she has a wig in the movie and her hair is basically the haircut i had and the hair color that i had and i think i didn't realize i was pushing that so as far as i did until we got on set and then someone like held up my senior uh portrait next to what she looked like and i was like oh i guess i was kind of pushing myself a little bit there was it was it difficult trying to help her understand how conservative this place is? You know, that I think is kind of emulated maybe in the character of her father a little bit. And um, I, I know Boise is so fun. Boise is an interesting place. It is conservative, but then there are like liberal pockets. But it is a it's definitely conservative. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It makes sense. You know, you, you, this being your first feature and, and a script that you wrote, how big of a pain in the ass was it for you to actually get this thing off the ground and really kind of get this thing going in the, in the direction you wanted it to go? 
And early on, I got good advice and that I needed to just start acting like the movie was going to happen. Otherwise, it would never happen. So I literally just pretended it. I kind of faked it along um, because I, you know, I wrote the script, all the studios passed, but then it was on the blacklist, which is this um, list of, it's like this backhanded compliment. It's um, Hollywood. I'll put that in quotes. They, um, <laughs> they ask all the studio execs what are their favorite scripts that they've read that are not getting made, um, and, then they, and then they put them on this list. So it's they're like, hey, we loved your script. We're never going to make it. Congratulations. So, um, it, so it's this weird badge of honor. It's very backhanded. But um, so I got, you know, we did that, and then I just used that sort of slimmer of credibility to attach the cast. And, you know, I did table reads, and I rehearsed with the cast before we had financing, before we had a shoot date. And they were, um, they were very kind in sort of, like, going along with my um, pretend dream that this movie was going to happen. But, we, you know, I just kept at it, and eventually it did. So that I lucked out. Has it been a long of a waiting game for you since the actual completion and everything wrapped and you guys got a final edit and everything? Uh, no, because we were, like, finalizing music. Actually, the, the we had a little bit more time, you know, than most movies do because they move the release to the summer. Mm-hmm. And that actually bought us a lot of time to try because we're so cl- low budget. We were able to clear more music, which is essential because it's the 90s. So right. we have, like, Two Live Crew, Me So Horny. Um, we have some, like, OPP. We have Salt and Peppa. We have MC Hammer. It's, like, it's really, that actually saved us, I think, for being such a low-budget movie. The extra time was, was great. All those bands are playing Boise this summer, so it fits in perfectly. That is awesome. And can I just say, I camped out with my friends at the Boise State Pavilion to see MC Hammer and Vanilla Ice, and Vanilla Ice canceled, and I'm still upset about that. And that was back in 92, I think, 92 or 93. But I'm still upset that Vanilla Ice canceled back back then. And isn't it the Taco Bell Pavilion now or something? Taco Bell Arena. Taco Bell Arena. Arena. The Taco Bell Arena. Okay. I knew it back in the day when it was just Boise State Pavilion. Those were the good old days, Maggie. Uh, I got to admit, you know what? It's going to be funny because after the movie comes out, I think that uh, the next week, the Bora High Pool is going to be the busiest place there is. I I think if you're a teenage boy, it will be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. We are looking forward to seeing Boise on the big screen for sure on the 26th. Uh, how often do you get back home? Do you make it back home a lot? I do. I do. I love Boise. It's the best. It's the best place. It really is. I really love it there. What is open invite? And I have to tube in. the river. I usually do that every summer. What does Bill think of the uh, of the Boise? Um, he did not want to come, and then he did, and he loved it. And he actually, he has tubed the Boise River before. He's also skied at Bogus. Um, but I think he really likes, is it Flying M, Espresso? I don't know if that's yeah. still there, yeah, but yeah. I think I took him there, and he was like, oh, okay, I can, I can handle this place. And there's a good, oh, and he loved, uh, oh, my God, I suck, the... Fabulous record store, the like record, record exchange. exchange. Record exchange, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, we he have, was he thought that was pretty cool. We have good people here. It's the people that makes a difference. I think we we are pretty nice around these parts. Oh yes, I totally agree. And I tell you what, it uh, open invite whenever you want to come by. If you're if you're in town, uh, we'll have you in and we'll we'll chat it up again. But we're looking forward to the movie to do list uh, the 26th. Thank you so much for the time, Maggie. You take care. Oh, thank you guys. X workforce traffic. Yo, Maggie. Carrie. Go see the movie, The To-Do List. If you want a, a full review about uh, what The Morning After thought about it, check out The Morning After Movies podcast. It is up right now on xrock.com. You can uh, see and listen exactly 
how we thought this to-do list did and portrayed Boise and all that kind of fun stuff. Special thank you to Maggie for being on the show. It's awesome. 